Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Affirmation Addict podcast. Today's episode is kind of a personal one, but I'm really excited to share the amount of growth that has happened in the past year for me because one year ago was the exact date and the exact time I actually quit my corporate job. And it was probably the most uncomfortable thing I did in terms of practicality and logicalness, but for my highest self and for me to my core, it was the most freeing thing ever. So I'm going to dive deep into everything that went in behind me quitting my job, what's happened since quitting my job, and just kind of a more personal episode, sharing my journey, sharing my growth. And I hope it inspires some of you because I know that most people have wanted to quit their jobs and I know it can be really hard. So I hope this episode is helpful and enjoy. Hi everyone, my name is Pyle Averill and I want to welcome you to the Affirmation Addict Podcast. Affirmations have changed my life and now it is my mission to help you use them to change yours by using affirmations every day to manifest things your way. My goal is to make affirmations attainable and accessible to every single person, including you, because you have the ability to take control and create your reality. So come with me on my journey and let's see what we can manifest together. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode. So as you guys already know, I am going to be talking about the time where I quit my job and in the workings of that whole year, what's happened since. So July 20th, 2018, I was working at an amazing corporate job. It was a consulting firm, and it was kind of the dream for 99% of people who want a job. It was the dream job, and it was honestly my dream job too. I manifested it. I worked so hard in the sense I studied for the interviews, and I affirmed for it, and I visualized it, and I worked really hard to manifest that job. And truth is, is it was not what actually fulfilled my soul. It was everything that I expected and it was everything that I wanted, but it what I thought I wanted wasn't actually what I wanted. So I really am going to just kind of rant about this entire past year and what it was like to quit my job and just talking about those uncomfortable situations where your highest self and your conscious self don't really align because I really think that's what I was experiencing. So to give you a little bit of a visual, I started working at KPMG. That's the company I used to work for. Um, I started working there in July of 2017 and I manifested that job because I had no internship with them before, but I knew I really wanted to do consulting after college. And my plan was do consulting for two, three years, then join a startup and then start my own business. Did I know what my business was? Not at all. My plan was initially to be in the fashion industry and doing kind of Indo-Western fashion. That's one of my huge passions. So that's really where my plan was when I was graduating college. That's what I was going to do. But one month into my job, I was miserable. I just knew that I'm not meant to work a corporate job. I hated waking up every single morning and I hated walking into work. Granted, I manifested some amazing things 
while I was working. And I'm not going to dive deep into those because it's going to get a little confusing. But basically, I was able to manifest being in the same city as Tom. I was able to manifest working with Tom near him and managing our long distance relationship because I would basically get paid to fly to Seattle every single week, which is where Tom lives. So I really manifested some amazing things in our relationship due to this job, but the job itself was not for me. And to top it all off, um, soon after I got the job, Tom was actually deployed to a very scary place. It was one of our worst deployments, in my opinion. It was just hard. And I just felt like I was in a really low place because I was alone in Seattle. I hated my job. My boss was super rude to me. And Tom was deployed, and I never talked to him. I talked to him once every two weeks about is how often I got to talk to him. So I just was coming home crying every single day. And you can ask my family. They they got FaceTime calls from me almost every night of me just bawling my eyes out and saying I can't do this anymore. And I basically tried to push through for an entire year, and I did. And But at the basically, probably around March is when it happened, they basically called me and said, hey, you need to start flying to New York every week. So I would be flying from Seattle to New York every single week, and I immediately, my body resisted. Like My body physically on that phone call froze up so badly, and I just started bawling my eyes out. And I... I seriously started making excuses. I was like, I can't do this. There's no way you're sending me to New York. It's not possible. It's not going to work for me. And that's really what triggered it. So in the meanwhile, because I still didn't have any plan, um, when that whole New York thing happened is at the same exact time in literally the worst news in my life, that same exact time was when Affirmation Addict was born. That's exactly when... I had the idea, I shared it with Tom to make this really cool app for affirmations. And finally, around that same exact time, he was like, just start an Instagram page, just see if people like this stuff and are aligned with this stuff. And so I finally did go for it. And I went for it because of his continuous kind of pushing and support, which I am so grateful for, because I would not have been able to do it if he didn't pressure me in the best possible way. So that's when I started Affirmation Addict. And they tried putting me on the New York call. Um, on the New York client and I got out of it, but I basically decided, hey, in exactly one year, I gave myself one more month to kind of feel it out. Like, okay, let's see how this Instagram page goes. Let's see if it gains traction because if it does, then I know I can start making this app and I know I can make this app work really well. And that was kind of my validation to myself and my dad, because my dad was really like, just try it out and just see this is such a good job. There's so much growth. Do two years. That way you have it on your resume. And I just couldn't push any longer. Like I was an empty tank. I was like an empty tank of gas in a car. I think I said that right. I was just basically running on no fuel and emotionally and mentally exhausted. And mind you, this is like an amazing job. Like People kill for this job. People love this job. It's just so wasn't for me for so many other reasons. I think basically just my mentality. I've always known I was never going to stay in corporate. Um, I just never realized how short my corporate lifestyle would be. Corporate is an amazing place to be. They give us so much. Like I was surrounded by abundance in my corporate life. Like so many things were coming my way. It just wasn't for me on an emotional level and I couldn't handle that. 
And so reeling it back in, basically one month later, Affirmation Addict really started just gaining some traction and I was falling in love with it. And I was seeing people just change their lives just by reading some of my posts. And I was like, that's more than enough validation for me to keep going forward. And I decided that I was going to quit my job when this project ended. So that date was July 20th. And I walked out of there feeling so good. And it just, it wasn't even like a weight lifted off my shoulders because I had already stopped caring. It was more like, finally, I can put in all of my energy into something I really care about. That's what it felt like. It didn't feel like, oh my gosh, a big release because I had already released any kind of cares about my job so quickly after I started the Affirmation Addict page. Basically, right after I was like, you know what? I know this is going to go because once this takes off, then I can quit my job. So I literally was new and I had full confidence because I just knew that's what was for me. And it was uncomfortable. It was hard not being able to show my parents I have another set income. It was hard not being able to say I have another job lined up. It was hard not being able to say I'm going to be able to pay my own rent. All of that was really hard. And to this day, I don't pay my own rent. Tom is covering me. I am literally living with Tom. And I'm personally okay with that. Some people, they have an ego and they want to be really independent. And that's totally fine. But for me... I know our relationship and I'm okay with having that support right now. And it's literally changed my life to have that support. And I'm grateful that I'm even, he's even offering me that support because I appreciate it so much. And so that's just the way it worked for me. But I'm sharing all of these details because I know that there's some, someone out there who's in that same spot I was, or who is in the same exact situation that I was in, who just needs to know that you're not alone. And that's why I wanted to record this podcast. You are so, so, so supported and you are not alone, even if nobody in your family gets it, even if you don't have a way to do the things that you wanted to do and the things that you normally are used to, you are still going to be okay. And I promise you that you will seriously be okay because if you are in that same situation where you're just feeling so overwhelmed, so unhappy, and you're doing it just because you have to, when you get out of that, you're listening to your highest self. You're leaving room for your highest self to shine through and ideas, opportunities, moments and memories that you need to happen will flow to you regardless. I can guarantee that because the second I walked out of my job, I got the idea. I got the inspiration to start coaching. I got the idea to sell these journals. And I found this lady who supported Indian women and created handmade journals. And I was able to do that because that's something I've always wanted to do. So literally it's the saying that when one door closes, a bunch of other door opens. And that's the power you have in your hands. You don't have to wait for yourself to get fired. I remember saying, actually, I, I literally, like, they call it, like, shitbagging. That's what Tom calls it. Like, just kind of, like, not caring. I did that at work so much to my best ability. Obviously, if you guys know me, it's really hard for me to not put in if I give my responsibility. But I was doing, like, the bare minimum. I wasn't overachieving. I wasn't going out of my way for inconveniences. I started acting on my own accord at work. And ever since I started doing that, I was basically shitbagging 
tagging and just being there, I was able to start getting different opportunities. So many more ideas started coming my way and it felt so good because that's what my highest self was calling for. My highest self was literally begging me to listen to it and to just give it a chance. And the second I did, so many amazing things came my way and it's just changed my life. Like I'm still here and not for one even millisecond have I ever thought, oh my gosh, I wish I was back at KPMG. It is not a bad company. It's an amazing company. It's a corporate company. It just was not for me. That's it. I'm not dogging on any corporate jobs. Maybe you're in the same shoes I was not to quit corporate life forever, but just to change your job. And that is totally okay. I'm not like working for yourself isn't for everybody because it's actually kind of difficult sometimes. And that was a whole nother journey in itself. I had to regain my self-confidence. I had to regain my power while working for myself because I had to be my own motivator. I didn't have anybody else telling me what to do. I didn't have anybody else giving me suggestions on what deadline I need to meet. It was all me and it was a lot of pressure on myself, but it taught me a lot and that was a journey that's better for me. And to give you a really good example of this, my brother, he also, both of us were raised with parents who had their own businesses. So it was kind of, we both knew we were never going to, we both knew we were going to quit our jobs at some point. My brother quit his job to travel and now he's back, but he's going to be at a startup because for him, he saw me put in the work and effort in my business. And he was like, I just don't have something yet. That means so much to me that I can just drop everything for it. And I was like, that's fine. Everybody has a different scenario. Just because you quit your job doesn't mean you have to start your own business. You can do anything that appeals to you. There, Your dream job could be a barista at Starbucks. When I grew up, like my dream job was to be a cashier. And I experienced being a cashier because I loved playing around with the numbers and scanning. And I hated it. And so it's just about experiencing because all of these things, if you hear me, all of my events, I really did choose and intentionally to manifest so many of these things because I thought I knew what was best for me. But the second I started listening to my higher self and started listening to my body, not just my logical brain, not just what society thinks is amazing, not my ideal plan to success. The second I listened to my intuition, my success grew 10 times more. I am making more money than I made at KPMG within this just one year, just because I'm following my intuition. And it's not even about the money. It's seriously about my mental happiness. That's what it was for me. For you, if it's about the money, if that's your motivator, that is totally fine. And I promise you with happiness and with genuine kind of surrender, abundance follows. That's just the way the world works. So don't feel like you have to be money motivated and calculate all your money for every detail. Of course, pay your bills and everything, but just listening to your highest self, no matter how uncomfortable and illogical it might be, you're going to get so much farther in a much shorter time, no matter what. And that's just a guarantee that I can give you. And I know you already agree with me. I don't even need to kind of prove this to you. I know that you agree with that fact because that's just the ultimate truth. The second you listen to your highest self, you're going in the right direction. A lot of the times our decisions are made based off of somebody else's story, somebody else's success, what society thinks is acceptable. We base so many of our decisions based off of those types of things that we forget to just listen to who we are to our core. And so that's really what I wanted to make this podcast about is just 
ask yourself, what is it that you have been knowing and wanting to do, but you've just been avoiding it because it might not be the best idea. There's no security in it. There's no guarantee. You don't have the support. I'm lucky to say I did have support, but honestly, in some of the things I didn't have the most overwhelmingly, yes, go do it support. Not that anybody was against me, but it wasn't the support I wish I had. Like my needs of support might be different than what people are giving me. And sometimes, for example, my family might've been a little more hesitant, but that's because they love me and they're just trying to protect me. And I know that and I understand that. But also I know that deep down my higher self knows what's best for me and I'm choosing to trust that because so what? If I make a mistake, I can fix it. If I'm going on the wrong path, I can fix it, but I know I'm learning something through it. So with KPMG, I can choose to dwell on the fact that, oh, I manifested my dream job and it turned out to be so horrible for me. I could dwell on that or I could move forward and be like, what do I need next? What's my next move? What did I learn from KPMG? I learned a lot from my job. I learned so much about project management. I learned about how to run a business. I learned a lot of amazing things that I'm still using today, even the work ethic. And I made a lot of great connections. I learned awesome things over there and I'm so grateful for that. And that's what I'm carrying through today. So I don't wish I never had that job because if I never had that job, I wouldn't be here. It's not about changing your past and retracing your steps. It's just about moving forward in a way that works for you. So whatever your highest self has been calling you to, to do, why don't you just try and listen to it? You don't have to take any actions if you don't want, but just write down what feels right to you. What truth, what life, what decision have you been avoiding that your highest self has been begging you to listen to? I know that there's something in everybody. I know that we're all experiencing it. I already have another decision that my highest self is trying to make me do, but I'm too scared. And I haven't done it yet and I'm avoiding it. But even today, it's going to be my homework and I'm going to go journal on it and just journal on it. That's it. You don't have to take any physical action. Just open your mind up to the possibilities because the second you're even open and open to receiving those good ideas, they'll start flowing your way and you will find a way to make it work. And it'll help you gain confidence in your highest self because you'll start to have those moments where you're like, man, I knew I should have done that, but I didn't. I didn't take that chance. And now I know that my gut feeling is correct. Sometimes it's really hard to trust your gut feeling on a huge decision like quitting your job because it's just uncomfortable. But I really want to share something that's so amazing about being uncomfortable is that when you're in those uncomfortable situations, that's when the best is yet to come. That's when right around the corner, it's going to be the best thing of your life that has happened so far. And let me break that down for you. For example, I thought KPMG was going to be the best time of my life, and it was not. It was the worst time of my life, and I was so uncomfortable for that entire year, not blaming it on KPMG, just the circumstances were not my ideal, and I was uncomfortable for an entire year, but the following year, basically the time I quit my job to today has been one of the best years of my life because I've been finally able to express my truest self. So when you're in those uncomfortable situations, keep pushing through. There's a reason you're in that situation. You will find a way out of it instead of reacting to that uncomfortable situation and dwelling on, oh my gosh, why am I here? Take action, move forward. How do you get yourself out of that uncomfortable situation? Even if you don't know what's next, what's on past that uncomfortable situation, it's still going to be better than just dwelling on it. Because the more you dwell on it, the more it's going to hurt you and the more you're just going to attract things that don't feel good to you. 
So just remember, with discomfort, the most beautiful things are around the corner. And the reason you're experiencing discomfort, it's because you're breaking those physical bonds from your old version of yourself. Discomfort means that you're growing. Discomfort means that you're outgrowing the old version of you. That's what discomfort means. Comfort, when you're super comfortable, that means you're just being your old self. You're living through habits. And that's like that autonomic nervous system. And I think I talked about this before, but basically you're living through habits. You're just on autopilot. That's what comfort is. Comfort is autopilot and you don't want to live your life on autopilot because you're not going to change. You're not going to grow. The discomfort is where that growth is actually happening. You're being tested and you have to keep persevering because trusting that the more that you can grow through this discomfort, the more the beauty of what's after this discomfort is going to serve you and it's going to feel so good to you. The reason discomfort is so hard and like so difficult to experience is because you are literally tearing and re kind of wiring and re acknowledging yourself with new habits, new ways of life, new beliefs. It's literally changing you from the inside out. Like remember growing pains? That's what discomfort is. You're growing, but it's painful. And it's like the best example I can think of because I remember I would have growing pains in my legs and it would hurt so bad, but I got a little taller and that was super exciting. So similar kind of situation, your body is literally growing out of that old version of you and it's physically painful, emotionally painful, mentally painful, and spiritually painful sometimes, but it's also so beautiful because that's growth. So you choose to see it as, oh, pain and focus on the pain, or you can choose to see it as growth and exciting growth and change that's coming your way. And so I just hope that whatever situation you're in that you're going through that's super uncomfortable, that your highest self is calling you to get out of, and your highest self knows a way out of it, it's just sometimes we don't like the answer that our highest self has to give us. For me, the answer my highest self was giving was quitting, but I didn't quit because everybody around me told me not to. Everybody around me was like, just stick it out. It'll get better. We promise. But that's why I stuck around. My highest self, day four on the job, Literally, it was like, you should quit. And I was like, okay, well, I can't just quit after working so hard to get this job. I also signed a contract where I don't even think I can quit for like 90 days or something. And so that's kind of where you have to be aware. What is your highest self really asking you to do? And I hope this podcast episode was helpful because I know we're all growing through any sort of discomfort at some sort of point in our life. And I want you to remember that you are supported and you know what's best for you no matter what anybody else is saying. You know exactly what you need to do and I invite you to just journal on what it would feel like if you made that decision. Journal on the possibilities because the possibilities are limitless and you literally have that power within you to change your life, to change that discomfort, to grow through that discomfort starting now. So I invite you to just be comfortable with being uncomfortable sometimes. Get used to the discomfort because discomfort just means growth. Discomfort doesn't have to mean painful or horrible. It can just mean a transition. It can just mean an exciting term that just associates itself with growth and change and beauty and new things coming your way. 
You get to pick how you see discomfort, how you experience discomfort. So for me now, I choose to experience discomfort with open arms and I am all in. I'm like, all right, bring it on. I'm excited because I know that what's coming after this discomfort is exactly what I wanted. And you have the power to believe that as well. You just have to start to choose that. And so I just hope that this podcast was able to inspire you, whether it was to take action, whether it was to give you more clarity on where I've been this past year. There's been so many other fears and stuff that are coming up, which I will be sharing with you next week because there's some super exciting news coming out next week. Um, So I will definitely be sharing more of that next week, like the fears and everything I've conquered while creating my app. So that's going to be all next week. I'll be talking about that with you. So Basically, your journey is not always going to be easy. It's not always going to be beautiful and rainbows, but that's not the whole point either. We know this. You guys are already at a level where you know it's not meant to be rainbows and butterflies. It's just how you get to live through your discomfort and just listening to your highest self will literally change your life. And so I hope you guys start to do that and start to tune in with your highest self and just give it a chance because it knows what's best for you. So... I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. If this episode inspired you or was helpful in any sort of way, shoot me a message. I'll read all of them or leave some feedback on the podcast app or just share it on your story. Whatever method you want to share, just let me know how this episode helped you, how it inspired you. I seriously love hearing your feedback. So thank you so much for sharing this time with me and hearing my story. I can't wait to hear your story. Thank you so much and have a beautiful day. That's all I have for you guys. And I just want to say thank you again for spending some time with me. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, head over to my social media. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Or go to my website if you want to subscribe to my email list, which is affirmation-addict.com. I cannot wait to hear from you guys. And I will talk to you guys super soon. Have a good one, you guys. Bye.